eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential and then through some elbow grease, fresh installs and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own? Look to your left, look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. So there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. With Fidelity Wealth Management, a dedicated advisor can work with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential. Plus, you'll have access to specialists in estate planning strategies. So you're not just growing and protecting your wealth. You're sharing it. More at fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimums apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It's Sunday, October 30th, and this is the second part of our interview with Ed Slot. He is the IRA expert. He is a CPA. He is a wealth of wisdom is what he is. And his website is irahelp.com. Tons of information there that um, is really helpful for us. Um, and he's always been a great friend of the program and joins us every year at this time to be focusing us on what needs to happen in our financial lives as we approach the end of the year. So today we're going to talk about the good old SECURE Act and some deadlines that you may want to keep in mind. Here is part two of our interview with Ed Slot. SECURE Act 2.0. It seems to me that both bills are going to start to um, allow people to put more money into retirement accounts, like the catch-up contribution, that seems to be going up in both of these bills at some amount. All of the different plans want um, you to delay your first required minimum distribution age to 75, but some get there slower, some do it all at once. And then... Uh, they would index the QCD for inflation. What else am I missing on this whole thing? No, that's the big thing. And more pushing to Roth IRAs. So why are they doing this? And I get these questions, like I said, when people are very cynical about Congress, whenever I talk about the Roth IRA, people always say, yeah, Ed, but can you trust Congress to keep its word that Roth IRAs will always be tax-free? And my answer is always, of course not. You can't trust them as far as you could throw them, but it's here now. But now I'm going to give you a secret. Congress secretly loves, loves, I mean loves, addicted to Roth IRAs. Because they get the money up front? Right. They get all the money up front and people like it. 
that's because Congress are the worst, worst financial planners on earth, the most short-sighted. They only look for the budget estimates. Remember, every time they do a tax bill, they got to go out 10 years for the budget. You know, how are we going to pay for all of this? And that's where they always put the Roth provisions on the revenue provisions. They look at Roths as ways to pay for everything else. They don't care more than 10 years out that, you know, they're giving the store away. So why not take advantage of it? Is there anything that people need to take advantage of this year that's going away after this year? Not things that are going away that I know of, uh, unless something else develops, but certain deadlines. First of all, with RMDs, don't wait till the last minute. You know, the, the people at the banks and the institutions, they get buried. And here, here's another secret I'm going to give you, because people, you know, really hit up their financial institutions that last week with RMDs. When they have questions, they tend to get people that don't know the answers. Why? Mm. Anybody that knows anything knows to take off the last two weeks of the year. You know, so I would say like right after Thanksgiving, don't wait so long to complete year end transactions. Everything takes longer than you think. Make sure you get your RMDs in in time. And if you want to do a Roth conversion this year, this is where we see a lot of confusion. Roth conversions are different than IRA or Roth IRA contributions. For regular contribution, that's that six or 7,000 if you're 50 or over, you still have until April 15th, 23, to do a contribution, an IRA contribution for 22. Not so with Roth conversions. If you want to convert, the funds have to leave the IRA in 2022. If you want it to count for 2022, there's no deadline for a Roth conversion. You can do it or not and whenever you want. But if you're planning to have it included in income, whatever part, in 2022, the funds have to come out of the IRA in 2022. Ed, there's no limit for the amount of conversions you can do in a year, is there? Nope. You can convert a billion dollars if you have the money to pay the tax. No, but I mean the actual number of conversions. Like, can I convert some amount in March, another amount in June? Yes. Oh, that's a good point. That's an excellent point because we keep talking about conversions and don't think you have to convert everything. People think, oh, I can't convert, you know, 100,000. I don't have the money. The best course of action, again, over time, do a series of of smaller annual conversions, you know, a little amount each year. So over time, you're taking down that taxable IRA and building up tax-free in your Roth. And you can do a conversion every 20 minutes if you want. <laughs> uh, the child tax credit seems like a little bit of a head scratcher to a lot of people. Anything change for 2022? Not that I know of, and it's a head scratcher to me. I don't know. We talked about this last year. There were all these versions. You know, people were getting relief checks and going back and forth. We don't have any of that, I don't think, this year. So that was, do you remember that happened? Yeah, like? it was crazy. It was yeah, crazy. They had to issue letters. If you got this letter, then you you owe us money. And, and then in tax time, people that think they were getting all this relief were owing money for to pay back child uh, credits that they weren't supposed to get. And here's another question I have for you. You know, the student loan forbearance, let's presume it goes through. Is that going to be taxable or not going to be taxable? I don't know. That's, that question has come up. It depends what they decide. And I don't know if that can even go through. I, it may require a, an act of Congress, which I don't know if they'll get it. Generally, debt relief is taxable. Yeah. I mean, unless they say specifically it's not, which would still be a great deal, by the way. So anyone like worried about it. So so what? Pay the stupid taxes on it. 
All right. Let's say that we're going into the other parts of the world of like, hey, there's all these people who are still kind of struggling with the remote tax thing, like, you know, remote work and where you are and da, 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 da. Like, what is it? Like you, if I am a New York City resident a year ago, right? And then I was like, oh, I still work for a New York, let's say I work for a big bank. And now I move to Idaho. What is the tax liability that I have when I'm working from home, but it's work, outside of that state? If you work, look, the typical scenario, if you work in New York and say you live in Jersey, uh, you have to pay the tax in New York. That's where your employer is, uh, even if you live in Jersey. But uh, it's up to the states. I don't know if the state of New York or some other states have come up with relief, but generally you get a credit from the other states. You're not paying tax you know, in both states twice on the same money. That's the way it should come out, but it doesn't always. All right. Well, that's good to know. Do you sense just big picture before we let you go? We always talk about low tax rates, low tax rates. They're going to go up. I mean, is there truly the case to be made that sooner rather than later, given the amount of borrowing, whether it was for something you care about or not, but we just have a lot of borrowing in the United States. Now, interest rates are higher. Is it obvious to you the tax rates will have to rise in the future? Well, you know, there is something called math. Yeah. And at some point, uh, $31 trillion in, in debt. Uh, I mean, it used, I thought it mattered, but apparently so far it hasn't mattered. At some point, the whole country is living on a credit card. And at some point, uh, the people that are going to get stuck paying the bill, and that's where I worry with these IRAs, are the people with the most money that has not yet been taxed, like IRAs and 401ks. I think they're eventual sitting ducks. And of course, once you've converted, it's not like they're going to take anything away. They do usually grandfather people in, right? Oh, yeah. Well, and they're not going to make you pay tax twice. Remember what I said before. Congress secretly loves these Roths. If they did anything and said, now we're going to say it's taxable, sort of double cross people would end the whole Roth program and they'd never be able to use it to fill their budget gaps again. It's like the uh, the, the golden. Yeah, the goose. The golden the goose, goose. The goose that laid the golden egg. Yeah, right. They're not um, going to do anything to kill it. Mark, once again. A fabulous conversation with Ed Slot. Are there any things that I have forgotten, Mark, that you need pressing issues that you need to ask Ed? Since we have you on the line, let me give you a common hypothetical question that we get on the show. Uh, 35, 40 years old, high, high earners. So 37% tax bracket. They have a Roth 401k option available through their employer. Should that person be using it? I say yes. I get this all the time from executives. They tell me the same thing. I'm, I'm at the top. I'm making a million dollars a year already. Why don't I get the deduction at these high rates? These may not be the high rates. Remember when I said always pay taxes at the lowest rates? It works the other way for deductions. You want deductions when rates are the highest. Now, they think they're high now, and you want income when rates are low. But if rates do go up, and remember, anybody making that kind of money, and that's what I tell people, is a good chance you'll always be in the top bracket. 
and the rates may go up in the future. So I don't think the deduction is worth it anymore. Again, it's a short-term savings. So same thing with the Roth conversion. Yes, you might save money by not paying the tax now, but the problem doesn't go away. So if they build up in their 401k, they're just looking, uh, kicking the can down the road to be maybe a bigger tax problem later. If they truly believe they'll be in a lower bracket, like I said, it's a big bet. But anybody that's a top earner will probably be a top earner and a top saver for a long time. It will probably always be at whatever the top rate is. Mm. And that purse, that high earner is going to have some serious RMDs down the line. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All they're doing is building a problem for a future day. I always look long term, but I get it. You know, they ask the same thing. Why wouldn't I want this big deduction now? Why would I pay all this tax now? Because you're building tax free. Remember with the Roth 401k or Roth IRA, it's an, a hedge. It's a great hedge against the uncertainty of what future higher tax rates can do to your standard of living in retirement. Ed, has there ever been a time when the uniform lifetime table is adjusted for those yes. RMDs? Oh, good point. It, it was adjusted this year. So when you do your RMDs, use the new table for 2022. It gave people one to two years more of life expectancy. That's what they came up with after 20 years. Okay, if these two days of Ed Slot have aroused some questions in you, all you need to do is go to our website, jillonmoney.com, jillonmoney.com, and click the Contact Us button. If you do that, we will be able to get you on the air with us, and that's so much fun and very easy for us to do. So check it out. All right, um, don't forget, on the website, you can pre-order The Great Money Reset. That's the new book and it's coming out in January. You can check it out. And if you pre-order, you will be entitled to some exciting event that is coming up. An exciting event, I should say. So check it out. Pre-order the book. It's coming out in January. But, you know, get on it right now. Okay, great. (sighs) Do something nice for someone else today. That's an important thing for us to always say. Grit, growth, grace. Thank you for listening. And we'll talk to you tomorrow. Homes.com knows that when it comes to home shopping, it's never just about the house or condo. It's about the home. And what makes a home is more than just the house or property. It's the location and neighborhood. If you have kids, it's also schools, nearby parks, and transportation options. That's why Homes.com goes above and beyond to bring home shoppers the in-depth information they need to find the right home. And when I say in-depth, I'm talking deep. Each listing features comprehensive information about the neighborhood, complete with a video guide. They also have details about local schools with test scores, state rankings, and student-to-teacher ratio. They even have an agent directory with the sales history of each agent. So when it comes to finding a home, not just a house, this is everything you need to know all in one place. Homes.com. We've done your homework.